What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 202, where this will be a pretty full episode as there's been lots going on. So let's start out with the Big Ten Championship game between Michigan and Iowa. Michigan ends up winning this game 26 to nothing. Michigan only scored two touchdowns in this game, of course, both by Blake Corum. Not really much of a surprise from anyone, but Michigan just dominated this game. Iowa just couldn't get anything going offensively. Michigan kind of struggled offensively as well. I think that had somewhat to do with Iowa's defense. Iowa's defense has been great for a really long time. Phil Parker is an amazing defensive coordinator. He did a good job, but the thing is, when you have an offense that is as bad as Iowa and you can't put up points, you're not going to beat this Michigan team. It doesn't matter what you do defensively. We saw what Iowa did defensively. They kept them in this game for the majority of part and made Michigan kick field goals. And if you're going to beat Michigan, that's what you kind of have to do. But again, this Iowa offense is just so bad. I don't think Cade McNamara would have made any difference in this game. Maybe they would have been able to drive the ball a little bit more than they did. But Michigan just wasn't, in my opinion, as fluent. It wasn't their best game of the season. And that's okay, because honestly, Michigan did not need it. J.J. McCarthy did not need to be spectacular. Blake Corum did not need to be spectacular. You had almost a punt return for a touchdown for Michigan that kind of got Michigan going a little bit, because before then, Michigan wasn't really up that much. So, huge return by Morgan in that game. But again, this just wasn't really a competitive game. Michigan hasn't had a ton of very competitive games. And the Big Ten West has never won and will never win the Big Ten Championship, which is really sad. And that's because we all know what's going to happen next year. There's going to be no divisions next year. And the Big Ten West is going to go like 0-8, 0-9 in the Big Ten Championship. And honestly, probably a lot of those games weren't even really that close. I think it's a really bad idea that they did, or at least they spread it out the way that it did. I understand geographically doing it the way that they did, but it just wasn't fair from the beginning. And Michigan goes back to back to back Big Ten champions. They are also the one seed in the college football playoff. And this is where I want to kind of get into the whole conversation of the college football playoff, because there's been a lot of controversy at least going into it and now there's a lot of controversy now that's been released because the rankings are Michigan 1 you got Washington 2 you got Texas 3 and you got Alabama 4 Alabama overtook Florida State who was undefeated Alabama did beat a Georgia team so they did beat the former number one team in the country Georgia is now number six Florida State is number five but this is where the whole conversation kind of starts which team deserved to get into a college football playoff? And I think there's a difference between made the correct decision and made the right decision. And I think that's where you kind of need to decide where you're at. Because I think having Alabama in the college football playoff was the correct decision. I think Alabama is one of the best four teams in the country. You can argue Georgia should be in it. But I think between Alabama and Florida State... Alabama is a better team, in my opinion, especially without Jordan Travis. Now, was it the right decision? If you have to say, I honestly don't think it was the right decision because I think this is going to set a precedent that even if you go undefeated, 
and you're not in the SEC, you're not in the Big Ten, there's a chance that, depending on what the other teams do, you might not be able to get into the college football playoff if you get a serious injury. Now, you might say, well, Washington got in. Well, guess what? Washington has a strong quarterback. Florida State does not. So there's that whole kind of conversation that's really going around. Do I think they did the correct thing? Yes. Do I think it was right? No. I think a lot of people are very upset, and they have rightfully to be upset, especially Florida State. I think Florida State has every right to be mad. You've seen Mike Norvell be really upset, gives a statement basically saying that, hey, this isn't right. We've played very well all season, and it's not right that we don't get in because we don't have our starting quarterback. And even the starting quarterback even said the same thing. And depending on who you ask, some people might say, yeah, that's very right. That's what should happen. And then there's other people saying, hey, you know what? Florida State got into the college football playoff. They're getting absolutely destroyed by Michigan. Michigan's going to the national championship. And then it'll be the winner between Texas and Washington. And there's other people that's going to argue that saying, hey, you know what? Putting Alabama in there makes one a lot more sense because both of these games should be very good, very competitive. And two, I think one thing that people are kind of underestimating is how name brand is huge to the NCAA. And if you really think about it, this is one of the first college football playoffs that you can say that probably every single team in this college football playoff is a huge name brand. Like the smallest brand is Washington. And Washington is huge on the West Coast. You got Texas. Historically, Texas is a huge name brand. Alabama under Nick Saban, like huge name brand. Michigan, huge name brand. Historically, the winningest program in college football. First team to ever get to 1,000 wins. So you got three huge programs. And then you got Washington on the West Coast as well. So if you look at it, this kind of makes sense. You're going to make so much money. You're going to have so many people tuning in. I honestly think, like I said, both all these games are going to be incredibly close, incredibly competitive, and it's everything the NCAA wants. It's everything that the college football playoff wants. It's everything that fans want, and that's kind of where I think kind of lies the decision. And one other thing that kind of relies the decision that happened is because there is a clause in there that says that an injury to a key player can affect the rankings. And this is where another argument kind of comes into play. Then why did Alabama not jump for a state from the beginning? And I think a lot of that has to do with kind of like the resume of the teams and getting that win against Georgia. But yeah, I think this can go any way you really say. I think you're going to have very different opinions. I'm going to be interested to see what kind of effect this has long term is this going to ruin the ACC is it going to be a two conference basically college football and then everyone else that's where a lot of people think it's headed is this going to be kind of the start of it is the ACC basically going to say like the top team is going to say hey you know what we didn't make the college football playoffs so Florida State let's go to the SEC or let's go to the Big Ten or let's go independent Like, this could be long-term impactful for college football. And, yeah, I think next year will make it a little bit easier, in my opinion. I think there's still going to be teams that are going to be left off that's going to be upset. But having a 
12 team playoff compared to four definitely makes it a little bit easier to swallow in my opinion so yeah that's kind of just the college football playoff um now let's go on to basketball michigan ends up losing to oregon in overtime 86 to 83 oregon makes a three with about two seconds left by the freshman and michigan just loses another tough game and that's really kind of been for the most part at least for the last couple years the mo of this michigan team under juan howard it just seems like when the time comes in the last couple of minutes they just can't finish the game and you can honestly maybe even say that a little bit about michigan state especially in big games as well like the arizona game the kansas state game last year i think that's one thing that both of these Michigan State and Michigan teams need to get better at, is closing. It's closing out this game, and Michigan wasted a very good performance in Doug McDaniels. He had 33 points, was absolutely electric. Doug McDaniels right now is one of the best, if not the best, point guard in the Big Ten. I think Boo Booey deserves an argument, in my opinion, especially after what he did against Purdue. Northwestern knocks off Purdue again. He was absolutely spectacular in that game as well, but they really wasted a performance by Doug McDaniel. Olivier and Kama wasn't great in this game, but yeah, I think the whole kind of thing that Michigan just needs to improve on is just finishing these games, and if they don't, and they're entering the Big Ten, could be another season where they kind of struggle a little bit. Michigan State basketball though let's talk a little bit about them they play wisconsin ranked wisconsin number 23 in the country they actually just got a win against i believe like number five marquette where they dominate a majority of the time and one thing that wisconsin really does extremely well is slow down the pace of play and i think that's what really plays well into this wisconsin team is that wisconsin kind of takes you out of the typical offense that you run and really forces you to run an offense that they run. And I think that's one thing that Wisconsin has done the last few years and will continue to do under their head coach. And if they do that against Michigan State, we've seen this Michigan State team run a little, but they haven't really been running as much. But if they slow down this Michigan State team, we've seen this Michigan State team kind of not perform well or that's not shoot well. And if they do that... This could be a game that could very much be like the Marquette game where Wisconsin gets out to a lead and they just can't come back. So this is a game that Michigan State has to watch out for. And Michigan also plays, I believe, on Tuesday as well. A couple other things to talk about. Let's talk about the Tigers. It was actually just announced tonight that the Tigers are extending AJ Hinge long term. It wasn't said how long term it actually is, but this is a great move by Scott Harris. Scott Harris has done a really great job as the guy. I think he's doing the small things right, and I think this is something. And if you haven't had the opportunity to go, definitely go watch Chris Castellani's latest video. He talks quite a bit about this how Scott Harris is doing the little things right, and that's really exciting. He's Getting a great announcer and I forget his name, but great great announcer. They are signing Scott Harris, which probably means that hey, you know what? He's buying in 
And, yeah, if they can just do a few more solid signings, maybe this team could win the AL Central. Last thing I want to talk about, and this will probably be a little shorter of an episode. It's kind of a compact episode, but Lions. Lions end up getting a 33-28 victory over New Orleans, and what a great start to this game from the Lions. Way up 21 and nothing with seven minutes left to go in the first. It looked like it was going to be an absolute run out of the building performance by the Lions. But after that, they really kind of struggled offensively. The defense kind of returned back to what they have been, which hasn't been great. I think a lot of that had to do with Taysom Hill causing issues for this Lions defense. And that's one thing that the Lions have not done extremely well at all under Aaron Glenn is being able to stop that mobile quarterback. Whenever the Lions play a mobile quarterback, like even semi Mobile, it just seems like they can never get there, and they just have issues. Pass rush was good really early on. Got worse throughout the game. Secondary, again, wasn't great. This defense just isn't great, and it's going to cause issues once they play better teams, especially at better offenses later in the year, and they need to perform better. Better, But, hey, they're getting wins. They're 9-3, I believe, the best start to the season since, like, 1962, I believe, or something like that. Absolutely incredible job by the coaching staff. Great win. Really needed that win. Um, Great performance. Huge play by Jared Goff to clinch this game. He was getting pressure, escaped out of the pocket, and finds Reynolds... That was pretty well covered. He made a great catch as well. And Sam Laporta had a day. Like, Sam Laporta was an absolutely great draft pick for this team. I think Sam Laporta really has elevated this offense. And now that they're including Jamison Williams and Gibbs as well, they're using a little bit of speed. You can really see what that speed does. And Jamison Williams is starting to grow a little bit more, have a little bit more confidence. And they're including him quite a bit more as well like he had a huge touchdown I believe it was like a double reverse touchdown that he basically jumped and flew through the air about like 10 yards it was absolutely incredible and awesome to see you also have Gibbs has a little bit of burst I would love to see Gibbs get a little bit more time with the ball like a few more handoffs. I think David Montgomery wasn't incredibly efficient yesterday. I do think that a lot had to do with Ragnar getting hurt and then you having to move Glasgow to the center. But Glasgow was overall really good. But this team is getting a little bit healthier. It seems like Ragnar might not be able to play this week, at least according to Dave Cam- Dan Campbell. Um, Alex Anzalone should be able to play this week, or at least he's trending towards that so Lions hopefully can continue to stay healthy hopefully they can get Gardner Johnson back before the end of the year but yeah that's kind of it for episode number 202 there's other topics I would love to talk about that I'll talk about in episode number 204 and then in episode number 205 we'll get really into the whole Michigan State football situation with the new coaching staff in or for coming from Oregon State but yeah hopefully you enjoyed this episode it was a lot of fun lots of interesting things going on right now and next episode we'll probably talk about the Michigan State basketball game Michigan basketball game 
as well. Maybe go into a little bit more detail on Michigan State and possibly the transfer portal for football. And then probably talk about the Lions versus the Bears. So yeah, that is a wrap to episode number 202. Tune in to the next episode.